Hi guys, so on my channel, I'm going to be talking about a lot of different subjects, um, but today I'm going to be talking about bipolar depression. That's something that I struggle with. Um, so I have extreme highs and lows, um, so it, it's just difficult to deal with uh, my highs. I don't sleep. I can go three, four days without sleeping. Um, I find a lot of things to do. I do a lot of dirty dancing, as my brother would call it. You know, the the nitty gritty, the nasty, nasty, whatever you want to call it. And then my lows, like I don't brush my teeth. I don't take a bath. Um, I don't cook. I don't do anything but sleep. I can sleep literally for 17 out of 24 hours a day when I'm at my low. And then all of my other emotions are very heightened. So if I'm sad, I'm extremely sad. If I'm mad, I'm extremely mad. So I just want to tell a story real quick that's funny to me now, but it's probably not funny, that funny. But so my ex, who I go back and forth with all the time, sometimes he's my ex, sometimes he's my boyfriend, sometimes he's my fiance. Well, lately he's not my fiance because we just broke that completely off. But Sometimes he's my boyfriend. Sometimes he's my ex. Right now, he's my ex. So, um, he we we cheated on each other. A lot of things happened in between. And I'll go back to those stories on another day. But today, I'm going to talk about this story that happened. So, he decided he wanted to still talk to the girl who he cheated with. Now, I stopped talking to everybody. As soon as I cheated with, with whoever I cheated with, I stopped talking to him. Him, he still wanted to talk to her. And mind you, this girl looked like a gorilla with eyelashes, okay? Like a literal little gorilla, a nicer looking gorilla, maybe a monkey with like eyelashes, very long eyelashes. I just can't stand the fact that she looked like that. And he just decided he still want to talk to her. Like, hey, boy, are you serious? So he talked to her. The text message came to his phone. I was sitting in the car and I flipped his phone over and saw her name and the text message. I'm like, why is she calling you or texting you? He like, oh, she wanted to um, buy something from me or whatever. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I'm like. You didn't think it was that big of a deal, but the last time you talked to her, I broke the TV, y'all. I broke the TV. I was about to break the window. I was about to go punch her in the face. Like, all kinds of stuff was, was happening. I threw stuff all around. Like, it was a mess. I was so mad. And so, of course, I get mad again. And, okay, I was in the car with him. I got out of the car. Because I was having a panic attack. So I had the panic attack. And I couldn't breathe or nothing. So then when I got myself together. I decided I didn't want to ride in the car with him. Because we was going to go somewhere. I can't remember. So. I. Go and walk to the train station. Because we was right there by a West End train station. We was in the West End mall parking lot. Waiting for somebody. And then I walked to the the train station or whatever, got on the train, told his sister to come get me from the next train station over, which Oakland City. She come get me from Oakland City. She like, girl, I don't even understand, you know, why I be going back and forth, seem like I need to break up. I'm like, definitely do. Definitely do. <laughs> like, definitely do. So, 
I go home. I pack all his stuff, y'all, in five minutes. I was in a manic state. I hadn't slept in like a week. Um, I had just had a panic attack. I, when I say all his stuff, y'all, I mean all his stuff. I packed all his stuff, put it in the truck. We had two cars at the time. I put all his stuff in the truck, y'all. His clothes, his shoes, his studio equipment, um, even his little weed buds, y'all. I'm talking about everything, every single thing. I'm talking about empty cigarette pack, a new cigarette pack, <laughs> like a piece of paper that had his name on it or anything, a, a receipt paper. I'm talking about anything of his. I put it in Detroit, y'all. So then the transmission was out on the truck. I said, I don't care. It wouldn't go backwards. So I made my sister lift the garage up because I parked the truck's part right in front of the garage. So I could turn the car around moving forward. So I turned the car around. It was making all kind of noise. I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm going to run this truck into a wall. You hear me? I was about to run that truck into a wall. And I and I kid you not, I'm not exaggerating. I was literally finna run that truck into a wall. I was finna go take it over to his mama house and run it into her wall. I mean, his grandma, who was just like his mom. But I was going to run it into her wall so he could know, like, don't play with me like this no more. But my sister was outside, and she like, girl, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, about to run this truck into a wall. She like, girl, park this car and stop playing with me. So I promise you my sister saved my life that day because when you're in a manic state or when you're bipolar anyway, a lot of times you do not care about nothing. Like, you don't care about yourself. You don't care about nothing. The only thing I cared about was my kids, I promise you. And even then, it's like... My kids going to be straight without me. That's the mindset I was in at that moment. I know they won't be okay without me, but at that time, I, I, I wasn't even taking my medicine yet. But that experience, which I find funny now, which probably not, you know, but it was so funny. Like, it's funny because I was so mad at, about something so stupid. And so... I got on my um, bipolar medication because after that day, I decided, you know, I'm just going to try to get better for myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to end my own life based off a temporary emotion. And so I got on this bipolar medication and I got some stories that happened even after I got on the medication because it didn't get in my system yet. And then I got some stories like once it get in my system, now it's in my system and I could care less about anything, y'all. Like nothing finna make me mad. Like nothing. I feel so much better already. Like no highs, no lows, just like living life, y'all. And I'm just so grateful and I did not know I could feel how I feel right now and my ex he is still trying to trigger me because he has his own type of mental illness that he needs to handle that he doesn't even understand he has but I just want to share that on this podcast um it feels like a sense of release just to get it off my chest I can't wait to share more stories not only about BB and bipolar, but just stories about life, about ex-boyfriends who are so stupid. Of course, we all got them funny stories about ex-boyfriends, funny stories about my kids, funny stories about everything. Like, I know that story probably wasn't that funny, a little down, whatever, dreary story, but it's funny now and we can all laugh at ourselves. 
Uh, so next podcast, I don't know when it's gonna be, but be on the lookout for it sometime next week, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. I don't know, but just be on the lookout for it and just bear with me because I promise you we're gonna have some great laughs, some great stories, some great tips. And remember, your mental health is everything is more important than even going to the doctor every day for a physical checkup or whatever, or once a year for a physical checkup. Make sure you check on your mental health and don't let anybody tell you that you are not worth what you think you are worth because you are worth even more than that.